0: Remember Jacob supply quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now on to the show. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm Greg. And to my right is Mr. Jason Hamlin
1: Hello everybody How are you
0: sir? We're still live at Fight, Laugh, Feast yeah. in Rapid City, South Dakota
1: Having a good time
0: And we're having a great time, man We've had so many guests on as you've been listening to uh, But we got a special one here for you um, He's a Christian thinker, a cultural apologist, philosopher Founder of the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity And founding pastor of the Westminster Chapel in Toronto uh, Reverend Joe Boot, how are you sir?
1: I'm doing well
0: that's our fake audience for you they are in love with you sir welcome so you just got off the stage at the fight left feast conference can you give us a little overview of what you spoke on i don't want to step on your toes because it was just absolutely amazing especially the parallelism to caesar and some of the quotes that you had give us a little snippet of of what that uh was for the listeners
1: sure so uh i was talking about uh, from the very beginning of the life of the church there was a uh a standoff, a confrontation between the lordship of Christ and that of Caesar. If you look there in the beginning of Acts chapter 17, you see that they were proclaiming another king, Jesus. Mm. Um, and uh, they were told they were acting against the decrees of Caesar. The charge was true. So um, the, the lecture was really about the lordship of Jesus Christ and the, the implications of the lordship of Jesus Christ as the, as fully man and fully God, as the one mediator between man and God. Yes. And how that very idea shattered the pagan worldview and birthed freedom and the first truly free institution in the history of the world the church of jesus christ Mm -hmm. as as independent of not existing by permission of but independent of the state the absolute state the totalitarian state and that uh, christ as our king gives us liberty and as we the, the the western tradition has been the place of freedom um because of the lord jesus christ and as we are As we decline, as the gospel declines, uh, freedom declines. Mm. So if we are to maintain liberty and freedom, we have to maintain the lordship, the confession of the lordship and kingship of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. And there was a quote that you had in there, too, "The uh, by no other name are we saved, that really gave a good parallel Mm -hmm. of they were fighting against a a Caesar, a government, right? Because we have a lot of Christians now that are Romans 13, nope, just do what the government says, uh, you know don't push back. And you really made a good parallel of here. You have the apostles preaching against that government. Yeah. Uh, can, can you kind of relay sure. that quote? And, and, you know, and then, cause you said, doesn't this sound familiar,
1: you know? Yeah. So Augustus Caesar's uh, government issued a proclamation, mm. um, which basically said there, that there is, there is, um, there's no salvation outside of Caesar Augustus. And okay. uh, yeah. by which you can be saved. Mm. and uh on the on the 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 coins of the era the denarius for example uh the inscription basically claims that caesar is high priest he's pontifex maximus he's high priest he's he is he's worshipful son of god yeah and that was the claim and of course peter in acts chapter 4 verse 12 if we understand the background of the claims of augustus
0: and i think that's key for modern christians to understand, to understand that the background
1: now. and you see peter get up and say uh for there is salvation in no one else there's no other name under heaven given to men by which you can be saved than the name of jesus mm. you see that that wasn't just a statement about personal salvation it wasn't just a statement about uh, this personal salvation of my soul it was also a proclamation about the position the lordship of jesus christ and a and a resistance to a particular view of the state wow uh and and so sometimes we see the gospel in these very narrow terms about you know my my personal life jesus is lord in my heart but but this was a proclamation. This was this proclamation was not just that; it was also a resistance to a particular view of government of state as lord.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so v- very rebellious against the state and against the culture. It seems like to mm-hmm. me, like when you said, when you take away just that narrow view of the individual, right, of what the gospel is, and here you have him saying, "Oh no, there is a lord and king, and it is not Caesar. Mm-hmm. It is not this government. It is." Christ right. and his Lord overall and what yeah. we're
1: seeing right now in the church unfortunately in some ways the the government is their new God yep. you know they're they're uh, uh, really going after what whatever the government's saying that's what we got to do yep. you know we have to wear the mask we have to not attend church we can't sing psalms we can't sing songs together you know um, uh, and that and that's just an unfortunate situation and um, yeah. Well, even if you think about the way we use the term government today, how modern Christians use the term government, mm. we talk about the government. Yeah. Mm. Whereas actually, biblically, there are many forms of government. First mm. of all, there's the self-government of the Christian person. Uh, yeah. Then there is the government of the family. Then there is the government within the church. The yes. church is a form of government. Then there, we are governed by our vocations, by the wow. professional bodies we work for. Then there is civil government, Yeah. yeah. Um, which is the element of the, the state. And but modern um, in the, the way we tend to use language now, it show, reflects the shift in our philosophy. How how Westerners have become statist. We've returned to a pagan view of the state. Wow, that's good. Because we see the government, like yeah. the we mean, sovereign, yeah. we the government. State. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rather than that Christ is, is the governor right. of governors, he's King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He gives a delegated, limited authority to the state but he also gives delegated and limited authority to the family and to the church yeah. and so on so even this whole idea that you know um the government no they're christ is the government the government (laughs) is upon his shoulders amen okay Um, and of the increase of his government and of his peace there should be no end wow these are all limited offices of civil government family church and so on that are meant to be under the lordship of jesus christ that was that was the contribution from a political standpoint that shattered the pagan view of the totalitarian Mm. state and as we shift back to a pagan view we're seeing that totalitarian idea Mm. where the state is involved in and governs and and regulates and rules over every area of life reemerge. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you gave a really good example of that through some illustrations too, of uh, yeah. you know kind of the medieval view of the church kind of being over mm-hmm. some of these things. And then the next slide was boom, the crown, Christ is King, Lord of all, right. which is just amazing. But you bring up such a good point. Why are we? Why are we losing uh, at the at, at the at the word and definition game? I mean, you just said it. The way our words. Kind of reflect our philosophy, right? And and, and kind of leftists and progressives and, and statists are so great at renaming and redefining, and we just kind of let it happen. Oh, it's not global warming or global cooling; it's climate change. It's not abortion; it's reproductive health care. It's not illegal alien; it's undocumented workers. And we just go, mm-hmm. sure, redefine it, rename it, soften it. And I feel like even within the Christian church here in America, and you, and you can yep. speak to Canada, but we've just allowed it. And we just say, okay, yep, you define the term, define the yep. words. And then after you use those words, our philosophy reflects that, just, mm-hmm. just like you said. I mean— you just got me excited by just saying that little thing that the government, I'm an elected official, I'm a county commissioner in my mm-hmm. county, and I say the government all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to say that anymore, because <laughs> it's a reflective of you're absolutely right. There's different governments, and there's only one governor in that clip yeah. that you showed at the end, and it's the governor of governors, Christ yeah. our Lord.
1: Well, word, words have power. Mm. Um, the word of God called things, called all things into being. And we're image bearers of God. So although we, we cannot create, create in the original way that God does, mm. we can use words to shape cultural life, and, uh, <clears throat> which is why our words both reflect and then go on to shape or reinforce a particular view of things, which is why we have to be so careful with our words. Take, for example, when people talk today about we live in a, but we live in a democratic society. I would say, uh, n- no, we don't. Right. Um, the, what we mean is in a, in a, in a constitutional democracy, like a republic, like the United sure. States, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way we install a civil government is democratic, democratic, but that doesn't make society democratic. My family's not no. a democracy, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. My, my church isn't a democracy. Yeah. Uh, my local Christian school isn't a democracy. Right. But that whole idea of radical democracy now has permeated our culture yeah. because we talk about, well, I live in a democratic society, as though every aspect of society has to be democratic. And and therefore you have this egalitarian, equalitarian order because that is democracy. Yeah. Democracy means people power. It means right. demos kratos, people power. Well, we wow. don't believe that. We believe in God's power. Yes. So we install our government because... Uh, by a process of election mm. because we believe in the participation the consent of the people to be governed yeah so we install our civil government in a democratic process but that doesn't make society democratic so there is a there is a very good illustration there as well yeah. of how we tend so to, to to misuse the the, the language yeah. and actually why our words are so important how we have to reclaim yeah the language Amen. of government the language of authority the language of <laughs> sovereignty and lordship in, a, in terms of a distinctly Christian view, man, I
0: feel uh, some some churches, uh, some attendees, and Western Christian church think that uh, serving Christ is a democracy, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and it's and it's not. Uh, you know? Yeah, well,
1: where does God ever oh. say in Psalm two or Psalm hundred and ten? Let's take a vote on whether Jesus is king. king or not. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, amen. So as we wrap up here, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Ezra Institute and, sure. and, and, and what that's doing, and throw out some uh, places people can go if they're interested in checking you guys out?
1: Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Well, so the Ezra Institute. Um, Ezra the biblical Ezra he was a scholar who called people back to the word of God so that when Nehemiah came along and said who's up for rebuilding <laughs> there were volunteers so we see it as our mandate to provide biblical worldview cultural apologetics Christian philosophy tools for emerging and cultural leaders so that uh, as we call people back to the word there will be volunteers for rebuilding culture in the days ahead amen so that's our, our mandate uh, is um, you know to think Christianly help people think Christianly um, and uh, Recover the Christian Mind. And what we do, so we're a worldview uh, think tank and Christian worldview uh, cultural apologetics uh, training organization. Okay. So we produce um, uh, triannual communique. We have a publishing house, Ezra Press, published uh, various books on uh, worldview, culture, gospel and culture. Um, my work, major work, The Mission of God, gospel culture, gospel witness, uh, and so on, where we're trying to give people these These the intellectual tools of the Christian mind. Absolutely, and then we offer short-term residential training uh, at our study center on the Niagara Peninsula in Canada. So we run summer and fall programs, and people come for a week, two weeks to get intensive training in biblical worldview, cultural apologetics, and a, um, a Christian philosophy of culture, basically based on a distinctly scriptural world and life view. So they come and and live for a week or two at the centre, have the teaching, lots of fun, fellowship yeah um and uh is uh, needed dr too. sandlin a part of that yes dr well? andrew Salmon's yeah. one of yeah. one he's of been the, on the show too he's yeah. one of our fellows yeah. Yeah. i and, love it uh, yeah. he comes and teaches at uh, several of our programs during the summer so awesome he's a, a very okay. good friend of mine awesome. awesome so uh
0: and where can people find that
1: so ezrainstitute.ca yeah. is where you can learn okay. all about the and we'll link it up on for the yeah. episode too and uh, we'll listen get to, get to our maybe that people can catch our podcast absolutely cultural reformation worldview wednesday every week okay love it awesome
0: Dr. Yeah. Joe Boot, ladies and gentlemen, thank you yeah, so much for coming so much. on, giving us yeah. a few minutes of your time. Like we said, we really, really, really loved uh, your hour up on stage, and we'll be following you and make sure we're praying for you and everything that's going on in Canada as well. We know we, we've seen some things happening in Canada and even here in America, and this is when the church presses in. We're refined. We, we support our brothers and sisters thank in the Lord. You. Thank Guys, you so much. Thanks so much for coming on, and uh, God bless. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com.